0: Cross Politic begins in three, two, one. I'm a heart that breaks for a dying city. Stop cursing your future. <laughs> is not true. For all intents and purposes, I am a woman. No government, no political
1: system has ultimate supremacy. Jesus, is King of kings, and it's about time our nation returned in humble submission to His
2: Lordship. You are not. Protecting women, you are authorizing the destruction of five hundred thousand little women every year. Oh, but I didn't uh, start it, uh, sir, sir. With all due respect, that's the argument of a five-year-old. I didn't start it. Right
3: when the spirit comes upon people, they go to war, they go to battle, and the enemies of God are driven back and they're slaughtered.
0: You are listening to Cross Politic with Gabe Wrench, the Water Boy. Pastor Toby Sumter and the Chocolate Knox.
1: Hello, y'all! Welcome we to show Cross Baraka. Politics. Yes. Um, happy Good Friday and yes. Resurrection Sunday. What's What's Friday that Fox? song you're
4: singing? We got Show Baraka. <laughs> show Baraka.
5: So we got
1: uh, a great guest coming on later on. What's his show name? Baraka. Show Baraka, <laughs> hip hop artist show Baraka. show Baraka has a really good album out called The Narrative. I, I, huh. I, that's actually. My first, I've I've heard of other his, some of his other songs, but that was my first introduction to a whole album. From Bro, him. go and get the I, I rest like of them. It. Build good. on the
4: foundation. Lions and Liners is great. And it's it's Easter, Easter weekend. It's Easter
3: weekend. Yep. Yeah. Christ is risen.
4: Yeah. Yeah. When we actually. <laughs> that's right. Hey, man, I'm not gonna say. Him. I'm gonna okay, we're moving on. <laughs> we're, we're moving on. <laughs> what are you gonna say? Huh? No, no.
1: We also hey, have uh, we also have hip hop artist Aaron Ventura back. Oh, yeah. In the studio, Aaron, Came you were back. here when
6: I was not here. I know this is
3: great. Must to be Aaron in the in the same studio at the same time. Uh,
5: uh, I uh, I, going, I don't know. I school. didn't.
3: I didn't approve of anything that happened in that show. I mean, I mean, I still know. <laughs> I don't know anything that happened in Have that show. Have you listened to it? No. Oh man, I saw we, pictures. we made fun of you. I saw pictures. You did see pictures. But I, don't, I didn't listen to it. So for the listeners out there, you know, I'm sorry I wasn't here. Toby I, doesn't endorse I it. I can't, I can't, <laughs> you know. You know, when I'm not here, you know the pastor's not in the house.
6: That's
1: right. We blame it all that's on what, Aaron. That's
3: why they brought me and Ben here. Aaron,
6: where
3: were you today? I was out, man. I was working. Oh. <laughs> I just got back from the University of Idaho. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. What were you doing out there? Uh, talking to some people about Jesus. Oh. oh, did
1: you go up today on campus? I went and did today. Yeah, awesome.
3: It's Good Friday. So it was, oh. it was an awesome opportunity to go. I was up-
4: supposed to be out there with you. I totally forgot. That's about Seriously. I
3: yeah. uh, went out there and um, it Had was open freezing air cold. Yes, freezing it was. cold. Yeah. Did you preach? I didn't actually preach, but I talked to some people. Okay. Who yeah. preached? Uh, no, no one. But no, we, I just no. um, I went up there with um, uh, friend Bill. He's a pa- another pastor in town here that yeah. I just met yeah. from the E Free Church. Uh, he's awesome guy. Very cool. From Scotland. Yep. And. Uh, then, uh, my, my boy, my boy's here. River. Hey, hey River. River. No
1: River. No,
3: Mike River. No, Mike River. You gotta say, at least say, 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 yo. Say hello. You gotta, you gotta say it in the mic. You gotta get into Just the prove mic. prove
5: it. Hello. Hey.
3: <laughs> uh, he's got, <laughs> has got Good Friday off and, uh, so he's, uh, he's and hanging Chick-fil-A with us Chick fil A in the body. And he's got yes. some, yeah, we, we did some Chick fil A and, mm. uh, inviting people to come to church. I'm not jealous. And, um. That's
1: good. So was you of I productive? Was it good? Good yeah I oh, talked to two, dude,
3: three- he
4: was preaching the gospel It's it was productive. it was always
3: productive yeah. it was it was great being there with the brothers there was some uh there was uh another guy from n s a came out yeah um christian was there and uh there were some cool. guys from another um church in Pullman uh, inviting people okay. to to their church on wow. on uh, on sunday yeah i talked to um t- uh, one guy uh no christian background hardly at all said he went to church a couple times with some friends completely lost you know atheist agnostic yeah. everything's relative a uh, bunch of just crazy, you know, science slash you know pagan philosophy brainwashed. Everything's yeah. relative, no absolute. A lot of
4: suppression going
3: on. You know, yeah. You know, but uh,
4: what's his name? Can we pray for him?
3: Um, yeah. Um, Nick. Okay. Pray for Nick. Pray for Nick. Everybody, yeah. pray for, pray for um, Nick. Um, and then I talked to a guy named Casey, who's a um a non-practicing Mormon. Mm. from uh, Southern Idaho. and Still uh, identifies as a Mormon. Jack Mormon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I talked to him about that and was just trying to help him see some of the differences between Christianity yeah. and the Mormon hoax. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, Mormon hoax. <laughs> so, uh, but... Yeah. yeah, pray for those guys. Well thank Absolutely. you. Way well, to go, Toby. We're gonna
4: get we're gonna go out to the campus with you and we're gonna get some of that yeah. for our listeners. To, we should. I, L- let's go out there when the sun comes out. <laughs> if you want to put those souls on hold, I guess. Uh, so
1: let's uh let's get to some cross Baltic news. Um we got a nothing happened. Nothing happened. No, no. But I'm gonna. I'm, I'm going glad to, that
3: nothing happened over the last week. I'm trying to do a little
1: bit of Idaho stuff every once in a while because our state. No one cares it's, about it's a good Idaho. Exa- but it's a good example we can talk we about do. for other states, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, this last week, our governor vetoed, um, sales tax. Does so, Otter? Otter. Governor. Governor Otter. So the he both vetoed House what? And the Senate sales tax. Sales tax. Um, no, he vetoed legislation that was going to eliminate sales tax for groceries. <sighs> No. So for food,
4: what? Huh. So he they vetoed. Stay it. Hating.
1: They uh, <laughs> so both the house, both our house, but legislators down in Boise put a bill before them. They voted for it. They passed it. They were happy to veto or get rid of to sales get rid tax of sales tax on, on food, food on groceries. And
3: so you guys, you guys get this. Um, so everybody's doing their taxes. Right? Oh doing your taxes. My goodness, right? You're paying your taxes. Done. Did them. So so uh, if you filed your state tax, Idaho tax, you you probably unless you're like crazy rich. I think there's. I don't know what the limit is but you get a grocery credit yes on your state tax yes David for your conscience sake that's actual money that was actually taken from you mm. yes oh. it, it's, yeah. it, they're not they're not giving you somebody else's money no no most yeah, you yeah. understand that yeah, yeah. so so this is so it's so the the uh I think it was they're giving me back some of my money some of it right yeah. not, not all of right. it right but that's that grocery credit is it's it's such a ridiculous game. Oh, yeah. so nice! Of it's you. a ridiculous game. Yeah, but so they tax us on all their groceries. Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, for most people this is kind of a burden." So we will, out of the kindness of our heart, as your masses, uh, every every April fifteenth, we we'll will give you give you a chunk yeah. of it back. Yeah, and so you get this credit back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you going get people revolting. Yeah. Well, we,
1: we, well. Well, and here's yeah. So here's Butch Otters. Here's his response to why he's going to veto it. He had not vetoed I, it yet I guess? in this video. Can I guess? Yeah, you, you do a guess real quick. I,
4: I'm going to guess because, you know, we, we'll have better roads now. And some of the things, we need more money for our schools. budget. Actually, schools. Schools. Children.
1: It's, 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 I mean, it includes that, but it's actually. You know, and he, listen, needs ba- listen, he needs listen, a bigger listen, house.
2: Listen to Butch. Here we go. Uh, I don't want to get into a situation where I end up a year from now having a whole back. There's nothing more dysfunctional in any organization, any organization, including the Statesman, where you give a department, 20, you, you, let's say you give a department uh, $200,000, and you come back six months later, generally, and say, hey, you got to cut 50000 out of that.
1: So his explanation is, if we repeal sales tax, all our departments are de- dependent on it. We need it. And if we pill it, then in the middle of a budget cycle, we'd probably be lower. We'd probably be short on money.
3: Right. So, so basic mathematics is: if we don't have as much money, as we, we want to have. We won't have as much money. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> that's us. <laughs> I don't want to end. I mean, you got to hand it to him. That's that's the that's, logic is that, sound. Yes, the logic <laughs> is sound. This is this is good math. But the the problem is, is he doesn't understand. That's the point.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. Right? To give the money back to the, the, the people. That's the point. We don't
3: so buy want the money.
4: government to yeah. have that much money. If this is our leader, what kind of people are we? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's the guy who's leading us here and I'm right, right. like, like, I'm kind of looking like, <laughs> yeah. doggone, yeah. I
3: need to repent. I, I thought about it for a long time, and <laughs> right. I realized- you the if boss? If I didn't have as much money, I wouldn't have as much of... money. <laughs> so I can't.
1: I got logic. I well, got reason.
4: And too, I mean, I thought he- yeah. Why don't you just come up with a budget and stick to it? You know, because like, we don't, you know, do that. Don't we all have to do that? Aren't we forced to do that? But no. we don't.
6: We don't. No, that's the no, thing. That's
5: a problem. The state, you do.
3: The state is imitating our own spending habits. That's right. right. That's true. Right. Right. People don't live within their means. Yeah. You got credit cards. You got you know loans. You got all this stuff, and so you die. People don't, and then you get various and sundry loopholes to get out of it, so you never come smack into. Reality. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Um,
1: well, we got. I mean, like, it's just it's amazing that the government has conned us, or we conned ourselves into basically taxing everything, including our bread we buy at at the grocery store. Right. It's like, how did we get to this point where we uh, the government's just tax? They tax everything. They tax our college. They tax our groceries. They tax our gas. They tax. They take money out of my paycheck before I even get it. <laughs>
4: like we, we we get there because. Front,
1: back, center, everything.
4: We get know? there because it's easy. Yeah. It's easy for the government to create institutions for the poor. It's easy for the government to take care of the, the widow and the orphan. It's easy for us to push that off to them. And so then they're saying, well, if we're going to do it.
3: It, it seems
4: easier. It's Well, because. It's not. I well, I don't have to do it. It's not easy. I agree with you. Yes. I agree with you. But that's the whole point. It's yeah. not easier. No. Look at look at the burden right. we're getting from being taxed
3: on every it, little thing that we do, right? It feels easier and we feel it feels like, okay, it's all taken care of. I don't gotta worry right. about it. I can have a clean conscience now, I don't feel guilty because yep. I, I I paid my dues. Yep. Right? That's right. That's I gave right. my offering. Yep. yep. Well, and actually,
4: <laughs> Where's <what's>, the Oregon? <laughs> <laughs> what's funny is you know, you go to Taco Bell or Wendy's or McDonald's and say, Hey, do you want to give two dollars to the boys and girls club? Right. I always say no. That's right. what my offering yeah. is for. Yeah. That's why I pay my offering. Yeah. Right? That's why I get my no, tithe. I tithe. Yeah, I tithe. Yeah, I tithe. I tithe. Yeah. I don't trust you guys with the money.
5: Nope. nope. <laughs>
4: you know? But
5: so, you know, but the you red, trust the red with food though. <laughs> well, hey,
4: How hard is it to make lettuce, <laughs> tomato, and then and a uh, cheese, you know? Come on now.
1: The Red Cross CEO, the last data I saw on this was about three years ago, four years ago, um, that the CEO was making about four or five hundred thousand dollars a year. What? The Red Cross CEO. Okay. And so- these, that doesn't
6: really seem like that much actually to me.
1: These distant charities are, you know, they're they're working with Safeway, they're working with all these organizations like tied to your church, tied locally. Let me bring in something else on all this. Um New York just this last week um created free two-year oh, and that. four-year tuition um for in-state residents.
3: Yeah, you guys somebody Time to move. somebody tagged me. I was with you yeah, or some, yeah. somebody tagged me on this yeah. on Facebook and I was thinking uh-huh. the my thought that came to my mind is New York is sunk. Yeah. yeah, been been sunk. It's been, been sunk, sunk, but yeah. it's like they're they're like putting the the nail in their own coffin. Yeah, like yeah. we want to, you know, like they're they're they're, they're chasing California.
5: Yeah, they're yeah. like no, Absolutely.
3: we will, we will, <laughs> we will die first. Yes, <laughs> we will get rid of more businesses first. Yeah. We're gonna beat you guys. Yeah. Well,
1: let, but go back to the math problem. Like the average cost of. Did you say math problem? Math. math. Oh. <laughs>
3: Math. Bath problem. I was like, what bath (laughs) problem? With
1: the yummy M. Yum math. Anyways. Yes, math. Um uh it's about the average community college tuition is about three thousand dollars a year, three to six thousand bucks a year. And and let's say I don't have to pay for it for two years, and then I spend the rest of my life paying taxes so everyone else can have free community college. Right. It doesn't make sense. Right. Even for the person who gets to skip two years of tuition. This
3: is hilarious though, but like Idaho kind of has bragging rights because our governor can do math. <laughs> oh boy, he's not very he's not very smart, but it he can do it the other way. Right.
4: So on my Facebook page, I had a different response from people, probably than what most people did. Everybody, well, mo- a lot of my friends on my Facebook page were were posting. It. I found it because someone posted it and said, "Oh, I need to move to New York. Oh, oh, I make less than a hundred thousand dollars a year. I can go to New York and get an education and be able to provide for Free. my family." And so, man, and so there's like fifty comments down there. There, everybody's like, "Oh, this is amazing! Everybody oh, needs wow. to jump on this!" Like. You know what this does for the world. You know this does for culture and community. The fact right. that people are educated, um, when people get educated, everything changes. Their their ability to um, clean up their neighborhoods, up to yeah. raising their kids yeah. and put them in private schools. Education is the savior. Education, yeah. yeah, that's their god,
3: right? But, yeah. Edu- but it's yeah. So, they, first of all, they need to read Charles Sykes. You you fail university. Fail you. Yep. yep. Right. But you can't. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a math problem. It's free, Toby. No, but it's, it's also. Free. But the problem is, is that. You can't get something for nothing, right? Right. You can't yep. tell New York that. Now, on both, but, <laughs> but it's but it's on both sides. Yeah. It's on both sides, yeah. and so like somebody who doesn't pay for an education is is on the one hand they're not going to get the kind of education that they need to to get, yeah. because but but secondarily when you set it up as this free education, ultimately long I mean even if there's some residual good coming out of it, what you're doing is you're, you're unplugging um, any value from the education yeah such that the, ed- the education itself is getting drained of value absolutely yeah that's and right. so you get what you pay for exactly right and so over time you, you're not gonna have te- solid teachers you're not gonna have a solid curriculum yeah because now it's all like somebody's got to survive pay their bills and how are they going to do that well they you know they got to cut corners they can't let people fail they can't kick people out. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. so the standards lower, 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 lower. Yeah, and so yeah, what do you get for free? Right, nothing. You
4: no, no. know, and that's <laughs> a, that's something that I think is missing from our generation and our culture right now is what you said. Over time is the key word. I think you said there. We tend not to think covenantally when it comes right. to our culture, our generation now. There, there was people um, two, three generations ago that, and shoot, go back who felt like if I could, I know I won't be the one that's going to reap this tree, reap the fruit from this tree, but I'm going to plant a seed so that my kids, my great grandkids and my great great grandkids will reap something from this from this tree. We don't really think like that in our culture now. We're not thinking about. Um, our the longevity of our line our future we're thinking about me right now what can i get right now for me so no one's concerned about the system being there for them later they're concerned about what can i gobble up for me right now
3: and this is the difference between wisdom and folly right exactly right so wise men think about the future fools don't right fools don't care fools want immediate gratification fools want to be thought of immediately as the best state in the union
5: Right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> the, right. Free college state <laughs> free, in the union. Yeah, whatever, right. Look at Detroit, we're booming. This is
1: why I think all this comes down to we've basically been talking about it. You're either if you're for free college, you're either lying or you're ignorant. Either you're lying because nothing's free. And and why are we always in and, and in this free conversation, why are we always talking about making tuition free and not the teachers having to work for free? And then and all this and it's you're ignorant about it. If you, you so if you aren't lying, then you're ignorant. Um it's the same minimum wage problem. Same minimum wage problem. You know, if you think college is free, you're you're just being ignorant and then you're gonna spend the rest of your life paying for free college for everybody else. Either you're lying or you're
3: ignorant. I got
1: one more one more article before we break away. You always do. Here, yep, got to gotta get try to get three in. It's the best way to work. We work in threes.
3: Because we're trinitarian.
1: Related to this. So we've talked about kind of the financial aspects of college in here and every once in a while we try to hit hit on this again. Um Cromwell High School in Connecticut has welcomed its um uh, a freshman boy who identifies as a girl on its track team. And no wonder he is performing pretty well at track. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's doing pretty well. He, he's like he's like winning. Oh yeah, yeah, no he's winning. And uh the coach is happy to have him on because he's really quick. <laughs> the coach said.
3: <laughs> and we're starting to win
1: now. Did, <laughs> did, did the coach say he um <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure the coach is referring to he, him. I, I as mean, a her. She, yeah, I, He probably whatever. messes up sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and but he's pretty excited because this person, this boy, is really quick. He yeah. says
4: this is one of those that you know you're not going to have to wait too long for this one to bite everybody. Oh yeah, like this is biting everybody now. I th- I think I saw a weightlifter too where it was a. Right
3: somebody somebody posted recently just saying this is the end of women's athletics it's done oh it's over it's the end of women's athletics and not just athletics and
4: whenever a guy can actually go get plastic surgery to look like a woman and you're going to try and tell me that he's beautiful more beautiful than a woman yeah Yeah. they're not just losing in athletics man they're losing the very glory that god gave them you know what i mean they're losing their glory right now it's like there's no way a guy can be the glory for it
1: wasn't was it jenner on the cover of Cosmopolitan. Yes. Or something. Right. How insulting is that for a woman? I know. Like, you and, know. And he, he's
4: that, doing yeah. it better than you. That's no. That's <laughs>
1: that, and and that's to, the to thing. To quote Show Baraka, I think he still has his penis.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Gabe, I'm not even babe. Gabe. Let's wrap this episode that, up right that's, here. That's, but you're know. right. It's offensive to every real woman. Every yeah. real woman yeah. sh- should 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 look at that and say that's not a woman. Right. I am a woman. I was made in the image of God. And that's not beautiful. Right, it's not beautiful. Man. That's not the glory of man. Um, I know what that is. I was made a woman in the in the image of God. You know, Amen. Right. Amen.
4: When we come back, we got shobaraqa. We got show. <laughs> when We come back, shobaraqa. On cross politics.
0: For 21 years and counting, New St. Andrew's College has sought to obey Christ's great commission to disciple nations and build him a house. Not just in Jerusalem, but throughout the world. Not with stones and mortar, but with living stones. We build and fight. This is the task of a Christian liberal arts college. To equip students with the tools to build and fight. And this is our joyful task as we seek to graduate leaders who shape culture through wise and victorious living. To learn more, check us out online at NSA.edu edu forward/explore
3: Canon Press is a publishing house located in Moscow, Idaho. At Canon Press, we create and provide products that sketch a vision of the whole life, a whole culture, a life full of beauty, tradition, education, community, laughter, and celebration. Unashamed of Christ and sharply at odds with the values of modernity. A mature culture with the church at the center, living out the good life, one family at a time. We believe our book, audio, and visual selections reflect this exciting life that God has given us under the sun. As the wisest man said, go eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart for God has already accepted your works. Canonpress.com.
0: I was angry. I was bitter. I was filled with pride. I was selfish. I was foolish to believe those lies. I love hate. Love me. Love rage. Love greed. I didn't love God. I just loved his things. Love approval. Love sex. Love money. Love fame. But I ain't the same. Thank the Lord I changed. I'm trying to fight idolatry and lust. Being good ain't enough. So in God I trust. I got faith. faith, faith, faith. Yeah. Okay. Seeking restitution
3: for all my mistakes. All my mistakes. Welcome back yeah, to okay. Cross Politics. This boy, segment is brought to you by yeah, okay. Chick-fil-A. Just uh, for you. On the University of Idaho Just, <laughs> just for Toby. On the University of Idaho <laughs> campus. Yeah.
4: Thank you for bringing us all some Chick Oh wait. I didn't share it with anybody. Bro, what happened to the Christian like we love our neighbor kind of thing? Uh,
3: good Good Friday. Uh, it's it's Good Friday. I was looking out for you, bro. Uh, ev- ev- <laughs> I was looking out for you uh, to bring me smells. I didn't want to cause you to stumble. Well, that, oh well, now I'm lusting, and it's not good, man. <laughs> hey, with us special guest, we got with us via the miracle of the Holy Spirit and the internet, uh, Mister Show Baraka. Yeah, educated at. Tuskegee University and the University of North Texas. Oh, yeah. Show studied television. UNT. Television. Oh, oh. oh, oh come on. Oh, no, no. Texas.
1: So hold on, hold on. Here hold on. Quick. I'm not done. Okay, you finished the interview. He studied
3: television, film, anthropology, and public administration. He's going to publicly administrate you. <laughs> there we go, brother. Uh, he's become an artist, <laughs> philosopher, social thought leader, and contemporary culture. He spent nine years traveling the world as a recording artist and public speaker. He's done numerous overseas activist work. Ranging from race relations in South Africa to establishing musical cohorts in Indonesia. Mm. Wow. He's a founding member of a nationally known Christian hip hop group, 116 Click. Show Baraka is also the founder of Fourth District. Uh, he now has his fourth album just out uh, last fall called The Narrative. The yep. Narrative, yeah. Uh, with, with Humblebeast. Uh, Humblebeast.com. And he is currently um, on the road doing a night with Show. Yes. which you can find at the HumbleBeast uh, website, HumbleBeast.com. Which is also coming to Moscow, Idaho, right, show? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> yep,
3: absolutely. Oh, oh, no, no, oh,
0: you, now, got, you said it. it. He said it.
5: <laughs> so, <laughs> no. so
3: welcome to the show. Welcome to Cross Politics.
0: First of all, thank you guys for having me. One of the most interesting intros ever. <laughs> somebody, apparently, somebody apparently was excited about University of North Texas.
1: Yeah, so that's that's oh, me, no. that's Gabriel here. Um I was actually born in okay. Denison, Texas, man. So just right down oh, the street. Okay. Yeah. yeah. T- good old promised land territory down there.
4: Uh, here
0: we go. <laughs> Jesus got
4: you out. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and, you know, we kind of trying to keep him sanctified. Brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's,
3: that's actually why we brought you on the show. We, it's, a, it's, it's an intervention, actually.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so where are, you, where are you living now if you're out of Texas?
0: I live in Atlanta. I've been living in Atlanta for uh, nine years now. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I think you, so, Show when I was down there, um, I think your brother, he's a pastor, Correct.
0: Yeah, she is, and that's the church out right there. So we moved here from Denton, Texas to Planet Church in Atlanta.
4: Okay. Yeah, I remember that because I moved to Atlanta around the same time. And, man, you guys stirred up a lot, a of, lot of noise there, man. I was so happy because it seems like uh, finally a good reformed church was being planted there. I loved what you guys were doing in the community. So, man, I've, I've been following you since then. And, uh, bro, Lions and Liars, bro. Oh, my goodness. that Thank was you. The, that, Thank that album you. right there, man. That was that was the business. So and so, I'm not not that I'm not excited okay. about this one, but this one for whatever reason is causing a little more hoopla than Lions and Liars. <laughs> uh, 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 and it's, it seems like you've been I leaving did, some scuba I on the, on, the, on the track.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I, I, nah, yeah, this one and the, the album before is definitely caused a little caused a little more stir than that. But the funny thing is, is that Lions and Liars was a little incendiary for his time as well um True. it wasn't it wasn't very popular for people to, to make songs like about marriage and love and relationships mm-hmm. without there being an, an over communication of i love you because jesus died on the cross for me you know what <laughs> i <Right>. mean yeah <laughs> right yeah, yeah so I, I was just celebrating marriage and people were like you can do that as a christian you can right. just like celebrate so Lions of a- had his had a share of uh critiques and 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 challenges
3: so, so tell, so tell us, and maybe some of our listeners are not familiar with this. Uh, tell us about the hoopla. What happened with the narrative? Uh, what wh- what kind of feedback have you been getting? Wh- wh- why is it so exciting?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it it, it it probably predates the, the release of this particular album. Um, it goes back for one, starting with and. Uh, a group of individuals called the 116 Click, who some of your listeners may be familiar with, the Lecrae's and T- Trips and Tadashi's and individuals like that. Mm-hmm. We all went to school. Well, not all of us, but myself, uh, Tadashi and Lecrae went to school at the University of North Texas and uh, were roommates at one point in time. We met Tripoli, started a rap label and a group, uh and the Lord did some amazing things with it. Uh Through that process, I left the label um, <clears throat> uh some years later. And I became, I became a little more uh, conscious of how my faith um, informs other areas of life, like your guys' podcast, politics, uh, issues of justice, race relations, et cetera, et cetera. And I, and I think how, what I was communicating and how I was communicating wasn't very palatable for a lot of audiences. Yeah. And so with Talented Ten, that didn't go over too well. I had a song on there called Jim Crow
5: which
0: yeah. causes a lot, of, a lot of attention and uh, roughs a lot of feathers. And then the narrative, um, though I haven't really heard a lot of complaints about the narrative, the biggest ordeal was me getting removed out of LifeWay because um, I, on one of the songs, I communicate a past sexual ethic of <laughs> how I used to think with my penis.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: right. and
0: I, think, I think it's, it's, it's
1: getting to be a noble thing to get kicked out of LifeWay.
0: <laughs> well, so i didn't get the memo but now i can i can i can put that like in a plaque and hang it hanging on my wall or something like that oh yeah so that, that's really it and so the narrative is uh it's actually been funny of all my albums an album that's been most well received from a diverse group of individuals and people um uh i'm excited about touring with it i'm excited about continuing to get uh, people's thoughts and critiques on the album. So,
4: you know, so yeah. part part of what part of what happened too is that it wasn't just what you said; it was part of the culture right now. And hip hop is evolving. I think you've even said this. It's, it's evolving, and people don't really know where it's evolving to. And so when yeah, they, they're starting to see artists who are, you know, seem to be compromising. From where they were were this hardcore Jesus everything, um Jesus music, you know, whatever it was, it was really hardcore. And, and to the point that theologians are saying, you guys got to check out these hip-hop artists. These are the most solid guys. They're breaking down atonement. You know, they're breaking down um, every form of doctrine that we can think about. And they're making it really plain in 16 bars. So they, they uh, Christian hip-hop captured... Um, reform Christianity by storm, yeah, and and so all of a sudden it's kind of having this turn now, where like you're saying, it, I feel like it's growing up, and but there doesn't seem to be a lot of adults inside of the Christian hip hop movement, right? While it's growing up, and so people Absolutely. people are getting scared and saying, well, as Christian hip hop started to move towards the kind of the CCM, where we will just <laughs> make music for the money and for the fame, but forget about the gospel, and so. When when you came Absolutely. out, and, and yeah. people hear that one line and didn't listen to how saturated with the gospel that whole song was. They kind of said, "Oh man, this here it goes." This Christian hip hop is falling apart, you know. And so it kind of gave people a reason to kind of say, like, "Man, like this, we can't. We got to be careful about this." And shows fall into that that bucket of those guys. And and I don't. And I think right now, where is um, Christian hip hop really going? And 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 how, what are you kind of doing to maybe navigate that? because when i heard this album i felt like this album i felt like man hip-hop has always needed to grow up and mature and i felt like this album kind of had more of a mature aspect of i'm a grown man and doing hip-hop i'm an i'm an adult i'm a dad you know what i mean this had more of an adult sense to the album so right now the other side of that where is really christian hip-hop evolving to i think it moves in
0: phases and and it usually moves in phases based on the figurehead of of the movement of the genre and because it's a subgenre you, it, it's very hard to have multiple people directed in a in a play in and in a, like taking a particular direction yeah. this is not mainstream hip-hop where you can have various different people of different styles communicating different messages and there'll be enough fans for all of them to be famous tour have platinum selling records and them not have cross pollinization if you say, you know, if you will, right, right. Mm-hmm. And Christian hip hop in the at the time what you were talking about, you know, you think about you have the cross movement and these were individuals who were highly didactic in their music. Yep. yep. Most of those individuals are are natural pastors, and so you think about also individuals who are, who were formed from their cloth, kind of like the Shylin. Yep. yep. Um, mm-hmm. and the uh, the like the whole lamp mode. Movement and then folks, even like folks like ourselves who were influenced by them.
5: Yeah.
0: But the difference between individuals like the one one six versus a lamp mode and cross movement, though we shared very similar doctrinal beliefs, we weren't pastors. We were we were more artists than we were pastors. Yeah. We were more cultural curators than we were pastors and and ministry leaders. And I don't say ministry leaders in the sense that we don't do ministry, but like people who vocationally work in ministry.
5: Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And so. Yeah.
0: When those folks began to like kind of wither away with their influence, now what you have are artists being the, the main platform, uh, leaders. And so now what you'll have is most people who are, I guess, following the trends of those individuals are folks who are like, well, this is where the, the genre should go is in the, in the direction of being more creative, uh, being more creative than pastors. And I think it's going to be healthy for us to have a plethora of all, like have people who are very didactic in their, in their music. Because I thoroughly enjoy um, the Shylands and the the Timothy Brindle's and folks who, when they rap, it's like I'm sitting there getting the adoptional thesis.
5: Yeah, right? absolutely.
0: Yeah. Right. right. I'm reading like Niebuhr or I'm reading like, you know, T.S. Uh-huh. Lewis in rap form. Like yep. this is like yeah. amazing to me. Yeah.
1: Um, Calvin's Institutes, but I
0: also, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I mean, like, exactly. And, yeah, and l- it, the funny thing is, is, there there were artists at some point who are actually trying to be that. Like, you could do like, I want to be the Spurgeon of hip hop, I want to <laughs> be, Calvin yeah. hip-hop. be yeah. the Calvin of hip hop, I want to be the Augustine. Now it's like folks are like, Nah, I want to be more of a C.S. Lewis. I want to be more of yeah. the Flannery O'Connor. I want to be. Mm-hmm. I want to be individuals who are impacting culture with their art yeah. rather than with their uh, their position in the church, and I think there's there's room for both. And I think the the problem is is like you said, chocolate. <laughs> like you said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is that we need uh, there the, the 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 genre the, the followers are nervous because so often, usually when a pendulum swings, we we're, we have the propensity for extremes. Right. Yeah. we have the tendency, like so. so with that, it's like, oh, these cats are going to become just social gospel warriors, and that's it. That's, that's what it right. feels like. So, yeah. so let's,
3: um, so let's, let's aim this at politics for a second, and, and culture. Um, we're talking about hip hop growing up. Uh, we got Donald Trump elected. Um, we got all kinds of, you know, reactions to that, and we love uh-oh. Jesus. We love His Word. We want the gospel to permeate all of life, all of culture. Um, what are your thoughts on what it means to be a Christ-loving, reformed Christian in 21st century America?
0: Oh, wow.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you, you, got 15, you got 15 seconds.
0: <laughs> I'm know.
5: right? Well, first,
0: let me let – me, I don't necessarily consider myself reformed. Um, we'll no, talk about I, that next. It's not that I'm a <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> That's, we're, we're staging an intervention for you.
0: <laughs> okay, there we go. Hey, Amen. It's all good. Um, I, I don't want to spend too much time on that, but I do. I, it's not that I disagree necessarily with the tenets, uh, the major, like the doctors of grace. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> the, but but anyway, I <laughs> hope. I think, but I think it's I think it's a help. Uh, give. I think it's a foundation to why I'm asking this way is because I do think there's a lot of cultural um presuppositions that come around that come along with like being an evangelical or reformed um, believer sure that i don't think necessarily is um uh you don't identify with perpetuated with inscription right it's
4: like imperialism for the most part that's what you're speaking to exactly exactly so so, so so
3: rephrase my question just in terms of scripture we love the bible we love God's word. Yeah. We want to apply it to every area of life, you know, uh, politics, economics, issues of justice. Yeah. Uh, what What do you see as the greatest needs of of God's people right now?
0: I mm-hmm. uh, I would say that those. I think we are falling once again. We're falling prey to extremes, and I think. Oftentimes we allow our partisanship to guide our principles and our belief systems rather than vice versa. So I can be in a church, in which in which I am in a church, that is very diverse, that has people who voted for Donald Trump, and we have people who didn't vote for Donald Trump. Yeah. And those people sometimes can get along, and those people can oftentimes be at each other's throats. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I think the tension of it is, is why did we vote for those folks? Did we vote for them because of true biblical reasons, like reasons that we felt like the Bible abstains or did we vote for these individuals because there are particular comforts that we feel that we yeah. are owed yeah. because culturally, Absolutely. these are things that define my Christianity, not biblically, but culturally. Yeah. And I think as Christians... We can't let, We can't let go of the, the conviction and the truth of the gospel at all, yeah, and I feel like there's a there's a side that wants you to let go of that, yeah, but then on the other side, I feel like there's a group of you that, that people who want the, the folks to let go of the compassion and the concern for justice as well. and so as Christians, we have to hold on to both and figure out, man, what does it look like to be a person who loves Jesus,, yeah. but still feels like that God, like God has called me to engage in politics and engage in community activity and justice and whatnot without compromising the totality of the
3: gospel. When I was in seminary, uh, one of the best lectures I ever heard was from a theologian named Gordon Fee. Maybe you've heard of him. New Testament theologian. Uh Um, And in one of his talks, he said, he said, for Paul, if if you look at the New Testament letters, he said, for Paul, the way that Paul knew that the church was a supernatural thing, and the way that you knew that the Holy Spirit was there, was because it brought together the kinds of people that shouldn't be friends.
5: So, so, yeah. so, so,
3: so he, you know, so Paul will list all these people masters, slaves, male, female, Jew, Gentile, you know, all these dis- disparate people from disparate backgrounds. Yeah. And for Paul, that was proof that the church isn't just this social club. That's right. Because, you know, s- social clubs are places where people go where they have all the same hobbies. Preach, they, preaching? They, 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 yeah, they agree. But, he, But Paul says the reason why you know the church is something else entirely. This is something from God. Yeah. Is because it brings people together that otherwise have no business being Hanging friends. Yeah. Right? And uh, and it sounds Absolutely. like maybe some of that's what's going on in your church there in Atlanta.
0: Well, I, 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 I'm saying that it's not really going on. There's a veneer oh. <laughs> of it going on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me, it looks like we're going on. Yeah. But. It, Arguments happen behind closed doors, and uh, yeah, I think there needs to be more authenticity. Come on, in now. our relationships, yeah, and people are scared of that because
4: feelings get hurt in authenticity. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like so yeah. So, man, tell everybody where they can get the narrative at.
0: Everywhere, everywhere. everywhere <laughs> good music is sold. Except for Lifeway, where do Google Play, where uh, do they, uh, wh- Amazon. But where and do you, we're where but life Where?
4: Hey, but where do you make the most money at cuz hey, I know, understand the artists, you know. We we, we know. Need, we, you need we, to make some
0: money cuz we want another album. Yeah, you got to buy it on uh you got to purchase it on like iTunes, Now That's funny how like 5 years ago I would have said don't purchase on it like <laughs> right. iTunes, buy it, like at a <laughs> the stores. But yeah, it's the best way to the, the best the, the most advantageous for the label and myself is is by iTunes because of the analytics and it, oh. you know sound scans, and then probably at a show in person because I get to put that money in my pocket right. and go buy something. Right. The right. show,
4: the show is going to be here in, in Moscow, right? Yeah, a night with <laughs> yeah, bro, That's right, right. Night. Far, right outside Moscow in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hey, Show, thank you for coming on Cross Politics. We're so glad to have you, brother.
1: Blessings. Oh, bless you blessed, bro. Appreciate you Y'all
0: Gotta have you back.
2: This is Cy Tembrunke with Answer Anyone Apologetics. I was at a conference a few years back where the lecture included some wonderful evidences for a young earth. After the conference, I was talking with a speaker, a good friend of mine, when we were approached by a medical doctor who was attending the conference. He told my friend that he loved the lecture, up to the point where he started talking about a young earth, because, he said, that's just nuts. I asked the doctor, Do you believe that Jesus rose from the dead? He said, Of course, I'm a Christian. Then I asked him, What in your medical profession could prove to you that a man who was dead for three days could come back to life? He said, nothing. I said, then why do you believe it? He said, because that's what the Bible says. I asked him, then why don't you believe what the Bible says about the age of the earth? He had no answer. You see, as Christians, our ultimate authority is the word of God. Denying what the Bible says may grant you more credibility with the professed unbelievers of the world, but it dishonors the Lord who bought us. When we defend our faith, our job is not to make the message more palatable to goats, but to offer sheep food to those who our Lord is calling to himself. And we can rest assured that Jesus' sheep will hear his voice. For more apologetic answers, visit answeranyone.com.
0: on a culture Yes! all side to smash it uh, type of friend ask him is this line attacking, uh, you're ready for action break the case that's not me That's so <laughs> what everyone knows welcome <laughs> L- back rock. let me tell you cross townic he's running the streets who, who's that? Oh, you
4: don't know who this is? Who's that? Oh, that's that show Baraka. That old school show Baraka, though. Ooh. Old school. That's this that, is
1: this the album that you were talking about. Liars. Was Lions. he
4: a Christian rapper at this time? <laughs> <laughs> Aaron.
1: I just want to know. There you go. Bringing labels into he, he, this.
4: Of course he is. Listen to this line. Hold up
0: she's left american idol come on yeah. bro Did he, she's, say
4: paula he abdul? said she's on her paula abdul she's left american idol come on man come on that's a, one that's, of the this good. song right here is probably one of the most lyrically like really crazy songs that was not
3: enough time with show no no, no we, we needed we, another we got to get
4: him back another 20 or 30 40 minutes 50 hour yeah two
3: hours because
4: yeah. <laughs> you know we got to talk about maybe being a sort of live show yeah we talk about being reformed what'd you say Maybe some sort of live show. Uh, here you go. We're not talking about that right now. Uh no. uh. So but we do to, but I what just... we do need to talk about is we need to talk about going to iTunes, the crosspolitik iTunes, yeah. go on there, rate, leave a comment. We would really appreciate that. That helps promote share, the show. Share with your friends. Yeah, share, share cross politic with your friends. And yeah. don't forget memo at crosspolitik. Like yeah. you guys, go ahead. Go on your phone, record a message, send it to memo at crosspolitik.com. We will play it on the show. Yeah. So we love all the information. And, and I got one there. today find,
1: we, we might be able to get to, depending on how this conversation goes. Uh, <laughs> Facebook, yeah. Yeah. Twitter.
4: Yeah. Facebook and Twitter. We don't have Instagram. Nah. That's okay. We it's don't right. need to We,
1: don't we, need, need, take we need people to manage these things. The more we open- Well, that's what you're for, Gabe. Oh, man, no.
6: <laughs> you guys don't
4: want so me doing Aaron, that. So, you, Aaron, you, uh, you really enjoyed that conversation with Show, right? You were all in on that?
6: Yeah. I mean, I think uh, we're just starting to scratch the surface on some things. And, yeah. uh, I'm kind of with you guys. There's a lot, there's a lot there. Yeah. Um, I think one of the questions that I have personally, as being a hip hop artist, and that I wanted to ask show, but I, I'd ask you, and I would kind of ask this would be like a ask Pastor Doug, ask Pastor Toby question is or, or Gabriel, maybe Gabriel, <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, you good? Is so it seems like. In order to be able to speak to um, the hip-hop context, you kind of need to know what people are listening to. So you're kind of doing your homework. And so for rappers, you're kind of listening to Drake, uh, Kendrick Lamar, or Kanye, these uh, big artists that it seems like everybody's listening to. And so the, the question I have is, I know I'm not supposed to put anything evil before my eyes or my ears i'm supposed to guard my heart i know that yeah the these things are very catchy and they go into my head so how do i be uh, is kind of like in the world but not of it uh engage with something without becoming tainted by it when i'm seeing um so it's kind of that tension of making beautiful art but there's a lot of ugliness out there oh man but they're extremely talented right sure like kendrick lamar can wrap circles around most of, all of us. Me, probably. for sure. Right? I mean, yeah. yeah. No. You know? Even Gabriel. Why are you at me <laughs> when you say most of us? Like, most uh, of us. You know.
4: <laughs> know. Now you're never going to live up to Kendrick. like, oh, I didn't even know I was rapping. I didn't even have an album. What are you talking about? So,
6: yeah. like, how would you counsel, especially, like, young guys like me and uh, NSA students who, we we like rap music, we like hip-hop music, but a lot of the stuff out there is, you know, not exactly edifying.
3: My, uh, my off-the-cuff, because I'm not. I'm not in this world. I'm not not in these circles at all. I've, I've heard of some of those names that you mentioned. I've heard of Kanye, Gabriel, Gabriel, the wrench, (laughs) the wrencher, you know, you know, uh, Gabriel, the rapper, Mm. (laughs) um, moving along. Uh, but I think, but the basic principal answer though has to be, um, that I think you have to draw lines, trying your best to distinguish between, all right, where can I, um, Listen into this conversation. Where can I um, learn this craft, this art, Um, and also um, how can I um, refuse to participate and be a part of evil? And so I think, and I think in a a culture like this, that's going to be a lot of. It's going to take a lot of creativity and courage of saying, "Okay, that's a song I can listen to. That's a song I can learn from." And that's a song I'm not going to. Yeah. Right. Um, you Absolutely. know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to deselect it on my iTunes or, you know, I'm going to delete it delete off my, it. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going yeah. to buy that song and buy that song and that song and not that song and not that one. And, you know, and maybe some of them you say, I can listen to this a couple of times, but this is not going to be on repeat. This is not going to be on my yeah. playlist. <clears throat> I'll go back and check it occasionally because it's so, it's kind of significant for this genre, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be on my playlist. Um, but I think you gotta you gotta do that kind of like you're sorting through um a trash heap. Yeah. You know, stuff. And so you're pulling stuff out and you're saying, Okay, there's some here's something good, I'll hold I'll hold on to that, here's something that's not good. And I think it, it you gotta do that though. I would
1: I'd like to add, like, I think a big part of this is like you gotta bleed Bible first. You gotta be, be, be being discipled by God, that's by his right. word no, first before yes. you approach the yes. music and then getting to dis- not get to not get discipled by the music that's
4: actually part of what's happening right now in the hip-hop community is that they're not bleeding bible right and that they're, they're
1: getting discipled by yeah, the genre
4: that's and so when they right. get into it all of a sudden kanye becomes a hero yeah right you know timbaland's right. a hero right. you know so, uh, they're and, so they're getting
5: discipled so they're
4: getting discipled before they're because they're not bleeding bible right. I, you know for me there's uh, a filmmaker i have this problem a lot that i have to struggle with I was uh, going to ask you about yeah, this. Yeah, it's very similar. Can a I film. go? Can I go watch that movie? Yeah, or yeah. not? No. Uh, <laughs>
6: <laughs> the answer
4: is no. Um, no, you can't. Yeah, but there's but there's a there's always a gray area where I think your conscious has you have to be in control of your conscious or at least aware of where your conscious is in a lot of this. So for here, here's my, no country for old men. Yeah. People love this movie. They love it. It's a great movie. Like they're they're it's all over it for them. And I hate it. It was weird. Um. Well, the filmmaking in it is absolutely fantastic. Um, their skill set and what they're able to do in telling stories is absolutely amazing. It's a Cohen brothers, uh, right? brothers, right? It's a Cohen Brothers. They're great at what they do, but the narrative that they're pushing is absolutely sinful. Like they're pushing in that movie, there's no justice. No, there, no, no one gets paid back anything. There's no righteousness. There's no good. There's no bad. There just is and live with it. Right. Right. And so, and the, so but what they did, not knowing what they did, was um, they made you hunger for righteousness when you watch it. The bad guy gets hit in the end, and you're like, yes, and then he gets out of the car and starts walking away, and you're like, no, it shouldn't be like that, Mm -hmm. right? And so when you watch, so for me, I watch it because I'm looking at, okay, this is their composition, this is their coloring, wow, this is how long they let this beat, you know, so I'm seeing, like, what makes them good. At the Mm -hmm. same time, I I hate the story. Yeah. And so and it's easy in things like this, this is why we were talking about being saturated in Bible, because of the way storytelling is the way that God's designed storytelling, it's easy at moments to see yourself get pulled to want something bad to happen. Right? To cheer for the bad guy sure. because yeah. they're painting him as a hero. Right. And so when you feel that, I feel that tug and I, just, I chop it. Yeah. yeah. I kill it at the root right then and there because I'm like, that's not the real that's not how it's supposed to be. Like I'll cut off cartoons with my kids because they start doing that with a bad yeah, guy. Absolutely. So it doesn't have to be yeah. steeped in, um, it has to do
3: with loyalty. It, it,
4: exactly. Your, your heart. That's right. where,
3: where, what are you loyal to? And
4: I don't want my kids hearts right. being loyal to the bad guy being successful because right. they painted him. In, in and there's, winning.
3: and there's way too many young Christian, you know, people that are like, I'm going to get into, you know, Christian movies. I'm going to get into Christian art, all this stuff. And you know, I'm going to get into this stuff as a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, and I, you know, but I, I don't want to be a nerd. <laughs> I want to be cool. Yeah, and so they're like all in for you know the Cohen Brothers. Yeah, absolutely. They're, all in. absolutely, they're like, oh, this is awesome. They this become awesome. heroes, and, and and they're like, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know there's some like sinful stuff in it, but you know, but it's awesome. But yeah, no, and yeah. it's not. But but like that right there is already like warning lights, you know, yeah. flashing sirens. Run, yeah, run. I, yeah.
1: I think I think lastly, in all this, um, with all these qualifications, and everything you also got to be able to answer the why. You know, like, why are you going to listen to this album? Why are you going to not listen to this album? Why are you going to go... You know, you, you're 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 approaching the album because you want to learn about the genre, but you also um, want to learn about it in such a way that you aren't being discipled by it. And that, that goes back to, I think it was you that was saying this, or maybe Toby, where you guys are happy to hit delete. And it's like, I'm going to listen to this song, not this song. Yeah, yeah, it was Toby. But it's, but it's the why. Yeah, you know? and,
4: and, 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 and lyricists have it a little different. Why
1: aren't you going to listen? You
4: know, in a sense, because they're actually not paying attention to the production or you know they're actually engaged in the delivery of what he's saying and how he's putting things together so it's a little harder for lyricists to because you can fall in love with how he's doing it and what he said at the same time right (laughs) Right? you're splicing things very sharply there one of the
3: lies of the devil though is i think and and this is you know the whole the the idol of sort of authenticity Mm -hmm. um being authentic and being honest um you know, one of the lies of the devil though is that if you're being really authentic, you're being really honest, you're saying exactly how you feel, um that that is where beauty comes from. Right. And that's <laughs> that's that's a lie. Right. Yeah. It's a so, lie because a- a- authenticity, honesty means look, we're all covered in maggots. That's right. right. We're right. sinners. Yeah. We're we're under judgment, we're, we're cursed.
1: We're filthy. Yeah. So
3: we you know, o- authentically, we're yeah. we're dead. And it's only the righteousness of Jesus that makes us Yeah. Um, Good and, and so on. But, but my point though is, is that I think sometimes you can be like, oh, I don't, I don't approve of the, you know, the nasty language. I don't approve of, you know, the way he talks about women. I don't approve of the, all that, but it's just, he's a really good artist. And it's like, guys, it's actually like, no, it's messed up. Yeah. What comes out of the heart. It's messed up. And he's, and, and yeah, I'm not I'm not saying there's nothing there of skill or or value, but nevertheless, well, it's messed up and you can't say, I mean if somebody's that depraved of heart and mind, mm-hmm. he's actually not that good of an artist. Well,
4: part of the condemnation of the Cohen brothers is they're not honoring God in how they tell stories. Right. Right? Like, right? So, they're not good artists and storytellers. And so we should be skeptical even of
3: the technical yes, s- skills. Yes. I mean, I'm not saying they can't well, do nothing good, but I'm saying you know, you should still be skeptical and say, because their their heads are this warped, yeah, they're not honoring God in their storytelling, that means there's places they're not honoring God in the technical work that they're delivering either well so, yeah I'll, oh yeah go ahead so it's, it seems like in the way that this conversation happened
6: in Christian rap over the years has been the argument over common grace, and it's been, and I think it seemed like what some of the reach guys were doing was saying, all right, there's all these common grace. Virtue skills that we see in these secular artists. And we want to be able to kind of do what you're saying we shouldn't do, where you can kind of like just have the good stuff and then, you know, all the profanity and talking about women and the worldview. We can just like, ah, we kind of wink at that. But you can tell you if you listen to any Christian hip hop, you know who they're listening to because you can tell it in their yeah. cadences, yeah. the production, the way yeah, it's, it's right. mimicking yeah. the world. You know who they're listening to. Sure. So for me, I'm I'm thinking how how can I be a Bible saturated person that can engage this culture while not being uh, while not delighting in evil and winking at yeah. it.
4: Like, that's there, Man, this is really interesting um, because I can sit up here and I have no problem taking a shot from um, something that I've seen from Quentin Tarantino in a film, uh, Reservoir Dogs, and be like, I'm going to use that shot, that table shot. I'm going to use that in this film. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm going to use it? I'm going to use it with two pastors sitting down talking about uh, um, post-millennialism, right? Or two mm. pastors talking about um, mm. abortion and why, you know, th- I want to use certain things because I don't think that he has the, um, at the end of the day, he doesn't have. He's not the originator of that, ultimately, right? But um, but I think there's a way that he's using it where it's like, man, this could be used in a, in a more righteous way.
3: Yeah, And I and I would just go back to, I think wisdom is to hate evil. Yeah. Wisdom is to hate evil. That's what the Proverbs say. And so I would say, so you can't just wink at it. The problem is that they're winking at
4: it. Yeah, I think they're using it to glorify.
6: They're just kind of nudging, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Because okay. it's cool to be but, like, have those guys yeah. featured on your... Records
5: Yeah, a lot right. of people
4: are doing that now, where they're having secular artists yeah. featured. I mean, uh, on their record to the point where, and this guy is not right. proclaiming which. So, but so here's the thing: I keep going back to film. Will I use a secular artist? Yeah, I will use an artist sure. that's not a Christian right. to 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 use
3: in a movie. But you, but you hate evil. Um, yeah, exactly. You hate evil, the, evil. Hating evil. That's and if right. you hate evil, really hate it, and you love Christ, you love His Word. Um, I think th- I think then you got to dig. De- then you got to there's a place where you got to get in and you got to start sorting out. You're like, mm-hmm. I hate evil. Uh, uh, but if you if you go in and saying, and I, h- I hope I can kind of not be too mean to these guys because
6: I want to be cool. Because I want to be cool like them, and That's I want where you them. The ball. Then,
3: then you're dr- yeah you're compromising, and, and this happens. That's why we talked about going into the workforce. Yeah, I was gonna say same, thing, same thing with business, right? Yeah, if you're right. in the Christian industry, whatever. Yeah. Like if you go in and be like, well, I don't want to be too mean because I want to. No, you got to go in hating evil. Yeah, go yeah. in guns blazing. And then if you can find anything good in there that's good, then, yeah, it belongs to Jesus. So
1: let me, let me ask the question maybe from this angle. Um, if uh, we we're, I just mentioned this question before the show. Um, you know, for hip-hop, I think one of the things that for it to, for to, to flesh out all these uh, related cultural issues and everything, it's all connected, um, for it to be around for 500 years like Bach, right? What, what needs to happen to hip-hop for it to becoming a, a, a cultural... You know um it's a stay, right does that make sense and I yeah. think that it's connected to all these cultural issues for sure like if it if it just creates more and more um a, a bad and ugly um, culture then it's it's, it's going to disappear but if it if it actually does something to culture imp- impacts culture, makes something more glorious, then it's going to stay around for five hundred years. What needs to happen for that? I'm Endura. gonna go. Out, I'm
6: gonna go out on a limb, and because this is something I've thought about a lot,
1: is
5: it? Gonna and say,
6: say I don't think it will, mm. and I don't necessarily. So, a couple principles. One, I don't think anything good and glorious is going to be lost in the resurrection. So there's a way in which I think there sure. is
3: continuity, continuity with the new heavens and, and that new goes earth back and- to our discussion last week about every, every nothing good is ever lost. Right, um, yep, First right. Corinthians. Oh, we did this in the. It was the. It the was the five minute, minute fix. Five minute fix. Yeah. Did you drop that? Yeah, we did. Okay, I missed yeah. it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but but, but but you're <laughs> yeah. The, the, you're t- therefore, at the end of First Corinthians fifteen, um, uh, don't grow weary in doing good. Yeah. Um, and, and so th- 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 those good things will um, right. remain in the resurrection.
6: Yeah, and it, so think about like a sermon. Right, you spend all this time to preach a sermon. Will that sermon last for five hundred years? Uh, maybe probably not. Maybe probably not. not. Probably not. Most unless you're like Spurgeon yeah. or something. Right. So when I'm thinking about music and I think this is a, a feature, not a bug, that it has a shelf life on it and that's OK. So if I'm making a song that is addressing what I hope is a temporal issue, like let's say abortion, we're Donald going Trump. hard against <laughs> abortion right. or like an election cycle. Yeah, right. Well, I don't really want to listen to I don't want to listen to me going in on Donald Trump in 10 years. I don't, and I don't really want people to listen to that in 10, in ten years. Unless Trump's on his third term. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll be having other songs, right? <laughs> oh, boy. So, oh,
3: oh, God, please. So oh,
6: I, no. I, I think that's the difference between like a Bach and why their music has staying power is because there's something transcended about it. And that's unique to the genre. Mm. So I think there is something about the genre that has a shelf life on it. Sure, and I say that as someone who's yeah, but in that I, I, genre. Think,
1: I think I would be listening to Johnny Cash in five hundred years. Johnny nope. Cash ain't you know? hip hop
3: though. Nope, you won't.
6: Yeah,
1: no. no you I've won't. always I've always liked this stuff. My dad, my dad. <laughs> you got won't me be here stuff. in five hundred. I don't know. I've always
3: liked this stuff. Is 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 the no is the no that's not the. We got to talk about this <laughs> on the five minutes. You know six?
6: what we will be singing in five hundred years? Amazing Grace, Psalms.
5: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let's go! That's a good place yes. to let's go! No, we we got to sing the
3: Psalms. We yeah. got it. We got to yeah. sing the Psalms, right? Amen. Love God with all your
4: heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Hate evil. Sing so, <laughs> Psalms. <laughs> you sing Psalms. Go fight, laugh,
5: and feast. This is Cross Politics.